I learned how to play Which Side Are You On on the banjo the other day, and now uh, that's all I've been playing. Cause, Could uh, you... Oh, do you right want now? Oh, it's right there. You should have hid that banjo before we started. God, guys, this is good. This is good. The things I do for this podcast. So I'm going to have to retune. Oh, my God, really? Wow. Wow, tuning by ear. Guys... This is intense, guys. I've never... Right here we go. Oh yeah, yeah, this is great. And then you and then you sing the rest of it. My oh. my little my little uh, thumb pick got stuck in oh, the sad. in the strings in the, in the middle there, but it's it's fun to play. This is great. What a, <laughs> the lame concert series. The lame concert series, coming to a Woodland Art Fair near you. No thank <laughs> God. Hey guys, uh, we but everyone turn out lame. We booked the Woodland Art Fair, guys. And with that, you're listening. Your voice another perfectly. Good <laughs> yeah, time. Right, we'll check you next week. You are so. <laughs> This is the Lexington Amber Marxist experience. Amber, who's gone missing? Us. Ah. Uh, I'm Aaron. And I'm Jenry. <laughs> this is the 20th of August, 2021. We have socials. You can follow us on Twitter at LamePod. You can email us on Gmail or any mail, I guess, Proton Mail. Per, if you use Proton Mail, email us at uh, LexLamePod at gmail.com. <laughs> Email us your sticker uh, requests. We'll send them to you. Every CIA guy that tunes into the podcast is like, oh, man, this is great. I can. T- <laughs> um, there is an ARPA survey going on, LexingtonKY.gov slash ARPA. The, uh, not, and once again, I have to say it every time I bring it up, not the Advanced Research Projects no, Agency. And not DARPA either. Yeah, nor DARPA, yeah. Um, I, pro- I will be um, – so – Last time we talked about my proposal, which was the co-op office. Yeah, the very, the very good proposal. Which um, I actually went ahead and submitted that right. to Lexington as an official proposal. I will be presenting it this Wednesday, um, and that is at the 11th district meeting with uh, Jennifer Reynolds. So a lame fan meetup <laughs> at uh, the Jennifer Reynolds Community Meeting. This at the Village Branch Library at 6.30 p.m. You will know the nature of Aaron by seeing them present this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 2185 Versailles Road um, in, of course, our fair city, Lexington, Kentucky. Um, so be there, check it out, show up. Um, I'll be talking about why we need to have co-ops in Lexington. Basically, my proposal is to create a division somewhere in the Lexington Fayette government where you can uh, go to them with an idea for a business. If you have like 10 unemployed people, go to them with an idea for a worker co-op and then they'll provide some seed money to get that started. And it's all about um, part of the part of the ARPA requirements is like you have to be able to show that it um, helps disadvantaged communities, it helps with the economic stuff and unemployment stuff. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you get a ton of unemployed people and they have an idea for a business, um, they're no longer unemployed. You're helping with uh, the economy, local business, and all that kind of stuff. Um, imagine if downtown was only co-ops. Imagine, folks, an entire world where the employee-employer relationship had been eliminated. Mm-hmm. You could almost call that communism, <laughs> but we won't. For the explicit purpose of trying to get this passed at this meeting. <laughs> That's right. Um, so uh, show up for that. Um, we'll be talking about... I'll try to be presenting that. I don't know the details of whether or not there's going to be like... 
So I'm going to show Jenry the event page. I don't know if there's going to be like an option for me to do a PowerPoint. I, I'm, I'm something assume, tells me not. Something tells me it's public no. comment style. Yeah, so I'm just going to go up there with a little side B. Wow, a live side B, and you go and you're like, and you're like, guys, what's up? It's the twentieth of it's the or <laughs> it's the twentieth. I'm Aaron. Yeah, and, and and then you just keep and you're like, anyway, so we have some socials. Uh, <laughs> we, if you want stickers, you can email. Different. <laughs> this is like, what the fuck? They're like, you got any stickers right now? So what's been going on in Lexington this week? Well, um. Uh, there's two news items that I really wanted to get off the press first, and I couldn't decide which one was more important. Um, so I think I'm going to lead with, uh, um, there's no flights this weekend. The Bluegrass Airport is not operating. Still? Good luck. No, this just started. Okay. Oh, it started on, like, what, the 17th? Well, they've been doing other stuff, but this yeah. is the big one. This, mm-hmm. the, Well, this is when they're shutting down the runway. Oh, good. Just so in the... time for classes. Well, yeah, if you're flying in for classes then um you're not a kentuckian well please what is this um sorry everyone that isn't us mm-hmm. um, first the legacy trail and then bluegrass airport where will well, they stop next well, the bluegrass airport thing was i mean they were talking about years for shutting it down mm-hmm. on these particular dates mm-hmm. so you really can't blame them that's true um uh and then in a and i guess in a close <laughs> second i guess something maybe slightly important um uh we're we we've we've entered lexington's third wave of covid um if you could call it that uh if you're viewing that november one is the first one and then january is the second and then this is the third i guess the first ever i guess there's four whatever i don't know people keep this is when people talk about like eighth generation consoles i was like what do you mean what do you mean? I would say this is second. Me personally, I would say it's second wave because I would say everything pre-vax was first wave, okay. and then second wave is everything post. So this is second wave COVID. There's political lesbians in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, very exciting stuff over here, folks. Um, so in the last seven days, um, we've seen uh, 1,300 cases with a rolling seven-day average of 187. UK hasn't even started school yet, um, and they have already reported 37 cases. Um, Bashir is warning that uh, that we're reaching hospital ca- uh, uh, capacities in certain places like Hopkinsville. Um, uh, McGuffin County and then Jenkins Independent School District have both just stopped doing classes full, full out. They both started in early August, and they're like, actually, no, in Jenkins... <laughs> Jenkins started on August 2nd and a few days later shut down entirely and they're still closed and they will be reopening on this Monday um, from two positive cases. I mean, that's how quickly it exposed everyone. Two people were confirmed to have it and they're just out. Um, Jenkins also kept talking about mask breaks, which is, uh, I've never, I've never seen that on, I mean, I would, I would just call that a smoke break. Um, but, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, pick, I choose your own path, I guess. They're going to be finding different ways for students to go outside so they can take their masks off, which I find is funny. Keep them outside. Yeah. Keep them outside. Uh, uh, there's, uh, currently 208 COVID cases in Fayette County schools. Um, a majority of them are kids under 11 years old. So there goes that theory. Um, there's 181 students and 27 staff members just in the last 10 days that have gotten COVID. Um, and then there's, uh, the breakdown of those, there's 110, um, uh, kids between eight, five and 11, and then 71 kids that are like teenagers. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of wild. Um, Fayette superintendent Demetrius Liggins said Thursday that cases in quarantines have quote, and this is his words, not mine, nor the Herald leaders exponentially unquote increased over the past week. Um, and, uh, <laughs> They were reporting so many cases they had to stop their like little like COVID data dashboard that these mm-hmm. uh, places have. So that's that's been offline for the last few days because um, they've been trying to report cases. Uh, I was personally working um, uh, at a uh, mysterious uh, event. Um, I was actually at the Kentucky Airport, uh, Bluegrass Airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just going up. Yeah, that's two waves. Um, thank you, thank you. Uh, Charlie for coming in there with the uh, graph on that. Um, I was working at the uh, 
What are you looking at? What are you looking at here? I can just I can hear everything I'm typing in my little monitor. Yeah. I'm just worried that it's gonna show up. Yes. Anyway, um, you're working at Bluegrass Airport. Working at the Bluegrass Airport, it was me and a bunch of people. I mean, we're just packed in there, no masks, but we are outside, and we just keep moving different boxes of things we can't open. Um, you know, I mean, just I and look, I look, I never ask questions on my very important um, government-sanctioned job that uh, that they give me in exchange for working on this podcast, um, and. But I was, let me say this, as I was on this, there was more articles being published, um, just with in- increasing alarming severity at the rate of uh, case increases, even in my own federally operated uh, secret um, uh, cargo trade. So, you know, many, spooking th- many spooky things. But um, uh, in conjunction, right, um, you have, you know, someone's come in, you know, COVID's coming in, giving the Fayette County school system like the one-two punch, right? But what's that? But what's that coming up with the folding chair from behind? It's the bus driver shortage. Um, oh, no. And uh, so I need to just read you this whole article because I, I kept trying to find a good quote from it, but the whole thing is so good. Okay, here it is. More Fayette school bus routes have been canceled and delayed uh, as a shortage of drivers persists. Uh, last week, after several bus drivers called in sick in the district, are, oh, sorry, eight routes were canceled on the morning of Thursday, August 19th, right? So that was yesterday. Last week, after several bus drivers called in sick with the district already shorthanded, Faber, uh, Fayette superintendents, this guy, this Liggins guy we keep talking about recently, quote, took the extraordinary step, unquote, of canceling four more bus routes. <laughs> You can't. Can you really just cancel them? Can you really just say good luck getting to school? Good I, luck. Good luck. Um, See you, you there. Still, or you else. still have to. Yeah, or else. And then you still. And then you still probably get like if you're tardy enough times, you get suspended. Yeah. Hell yeah. All that kind of you know standard yeah. stuff. Go team. Um, district spokeswoman Lisa uh, uh, Defendall said Monday afternoon that three more routes were canceled on Friday today, and at least fifteen have been delayed. Quote, in the afternoon, we delay routes rather than cancel them. This means that after other buses are freed, they go back and run those routes, unquote. Uh, on Tuesday afternoon, Tates Creek High School principal Marty Mills told families in a message more routes have been delayed. Quote, I was just notified that buses number, number, and number are delayed and will not pick up students until 4.45 p.m. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Quote, student. <laughs> <laughs> we're sorry and i'm sorry students are allowed to wait find another way home or walk um they see kids okay if you're that if there's any fayette county high schoolers listening fayette county middle schoolers we have connect we can just ask you need to we know people at the fayette county public schools bike oh bike started simply bike, bike to school I, is that is that all right all right let's let's exit the, our, our, our biking right. world out here is it can you really successfully bike to a school and be safe um i mean I what don't is know. the biking infrastructure like around these schools i don't know i never i, bike I never bike to, to school i bike looked. around henry clay a lot well henry clay's probably got it best mm-hmm. like can you bike to, to frederick Dun- douglas high school no can you bike to dunbar no probably not if you go to henry clay bike to henry clay. uh if you go to lafayette yeah if you live in the right area you could probably bike um i don't know i mean what walk take the bus what what a better opportunity now to patronize like hey take the bus do they make students do they make a fake i feel like they make fake county students pay for bus i don't know, I know uk students are free i don't know about yeah I don't, honestly guys here get in contact with us we'll photoshop and doctor some uh id pa- some mm-hmm. uk ids for you lexlanepod at gmail.com well we got your back mm-hmm. um the bus drivers we know will a guy. not yeah we know a guy it's called a his name is um his name is uh, the GNU image manipulation program. Um <laughs> Mr. GNU himself. Mr. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh Defenol said that the uh district currently has vacancies for approximately twenty five school bus drivers and thirty school bus monitors. Quote, the driver shortage is fluid, Defendall said. There are nine people in training, thirteen trying for the needed permits, and ten interviews scheduled. Great. Um District officials hope to have 20 to 30 candidates in the school bus driver class next month, she said. And this is an interesting quote. The district has had a shortage since at least 2017. Right. So, yeah. 
Um, oh, this is awesome. And uh, this is a story that needs to... This is a story that the Herald Leader kind of conveniently swept under the rug here. But let me let me read you this. Um, let me read you this next paragraph. Examples of issues with students who were temporarily unaccounted for included a student who fell asleep on the bus, a student who went to a friend's house instead of going home, and a student who got off at the wrong stop. She said. Now, one of those incidents is slightly different than the other, right? Under what circumstances were you lo- were you not were you will you be unable to? account for a student when they are asleep on the bus right um they conveniently do not mention right the student fell asleep and was left on the bus in storage like in the school bus (laughs) parking lot um for like hours (laughs) see and like in ken county public schools the bus drivers i don't know maybe it's a training thing or maybe I, I, I can't explain It's just you should do. You I, just go to you, the back of the bus and you look through all the seats and then you double check as you go back to the front. Look, I can relate. I've, I, I remember I'll get off a shift and I'm like, I'm actually out. I'm actually done. You know, <laughs> when after, 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 you know, listen, I traffic humans, um, yeah. like a bus driver. Um, oh and, uh, you know, some could, someone could call me sort of bus driver adjacent, um and uh sometimes uh when <laughs> sometimes when i'm done with my job i was like i don't want to i don't want to go and, and check i don't want to have any other things i'm too busy you know i and i'm just waiting for that check from raytheon a oh, check wait. from an unnamed organization <laughs> there was one incident of this bus driver who let this girl off of the bus and then she closed the door on her backpack and drug her now along that's good for like four or like four or five blocks see you know we do that for fun and well um, no but the girl survived well, but she yeah, was you like would very like she had like third degree burns yeah um and like a really really bad road rash and she has like ptsd now from well yeah you probably never want to walk through a fucking elevator door or school mm-hmm. bus ever door ever again right um so but that wasn't a fit county schools that was somewhere else yeah, so some other place. But it's just it's related. Yeah, I was thinking me, about it. Yeah, school buses um, could be worse. Could be uh, San Francisco, who's replaced their entire school um, driver fleet with uh, just a series of vans um, run by a non-union people. So. Wait, really? So, at, at, at risk of digressing, um, uh, totally. Uh, there is a it's it's an, a quote-unquote app. It's a tech company where it's like Uber, but for school buses. Uh, and what they did is they won the entire contract for San Francisco Public Schools. So the San Francisco Public Schools fired the entire bus drivers, an entirely unionized fleet of drivers, and rehired them under this gig, um, under this uh, Prop 22 um, uh, school bus driver union. So in most cases, it's quite literally a school bus that picks your kids up, except that the bus drivers are no longer in a union. There is no technological innovation. There is no flashy app. There is no change in um, logistics. There is fundamentally no difference between this and the current, in the, in, in the current, uh, in the, in the like current state of play of driving buses, except that there is no, they can no longer unionize. What if they all just like got together and they just had like a handshake agreement that they could, you know, like have it like be like a union. Well, but it's not a well, folks, actual folks union. Coming together and having a little handshake agreement, there's nothing more union than that. Um, but uh, when you no longer see any of your workers, right? Mm. The only time when you're on the clock is when you're doing, you have no means of contacting your work, um, your fellow workers aside from what you had before. Um, it can do a real number to your organizing. But let me say this uh, I don't think they're idiots. Um, I think uh, hopefully there's some very bright organizers out there on the West Coast that have uh, decided to take an opportunity um, and uh, and um, try and uh, sort of uh, do some do some good old good old organizing, um, you know. But whatever. Insane insanity. I know. I'm saying it's so insane that we had to break our sacred rule of not talking about L.A. or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, San Francisco. Here we are. Same place. Same place. Anyway, um, so speaking of labor, <laughs> Great so this Labor Day will be um, the uh, will will be the first day in uh, without the 
a pandemic unemployment benefits, right? And you may be a little confused because if you listen to our previous programming, um, and by previous programming, I mean you were listening to this podcast 10 minutes ago, uh, the pandemic hasn't ended. Um, And yet, and yet, uh, the pandemic assistance uh, has a has it's gone <sighs> quote we believe that the people can safely go back to work if they're vaccinated and if they wear a mask when they need to uh take a guess who said that quote take a mask wear a mask if they need to can you take can people can any, can, any, can anyone in the audience guess we believe that people can safely go back to work if they get vaccinated and they wear a mask when they need to Was can you joe can biden you, no that's that's Gordon. govern me daddy andy Bashir. Oh. um that's What's the difference <sighs> so recipients have been receiving an extra 300 dollars <laughs> a week through the federal pandemic unemployment compensation program pandemic benefits will also end for those who would not normally qualify for assistance such as self-employed and independent contractors which is increasingly more and more people in our economy um as well as those with mixed earnings from self-employment and taxable income from employers. Uh, so podcasters. Podcasters are no longer receiving unemployment benefits. Damn. Ah, oh, man. God, what will we do? Um, We're going to have to start a Patreon. I know. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, after, I, think, I don't think I'll be asked to come back to my one gig my, um, after uh, talking about it publicly on the podcast anyway. So. Share this podcast with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> start it just pass a hat around in our name mm-hmm. <laughs> doesn't matter if it particularly gets to us but we just like the idea yeah you um, know blake hall was suggesting um that we do or like people do on our behalf bike bombs that was we'll have to i'm very curious what he means because it's hard to hide <laughs> a bomb on a do you know what i mean <laughs> well, like he's got the little cargo bike you can put one in there yeah he's got the <laughs> Blake Hall on his cargo bike with just like forty pounds of Semtex and just That's biking right. a like biking down down Main Street. Every every unemployed person that loses their benefits, a bike goes off. Yeah, every 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 day without without pandemic unemployment benefits, another mysterious unmarked cargo bike will explode in front of the city building. Yeah. Um. Anyway. The state has been uh, has been trying to wean unemployed Kentuckians off unemployment insurance for benefits for several months. In May, recipients of pandemic unemployment benefits had to provide proof that they were actively searching for work, a requirement which existed prior to the COVID-19 pandemic. They had to report at least one job contact per week when requesting UI benefits bi-weekly, which is so fucked up. It just seems... I don't know. I just hate jumping through hoops. What can I say? I mean, um, you're, you're, you're circus staying work home. is not for me. You're staying home from uh, this pandemic. You're getting all the benefits, but you have to, you got to sacrifice yourself for the economy. It must go on. But there's some economy jobs that just aren't like, what if, <laughs> what if you, what if your work is in live events, huh? Think of, think of what would happen in this world. What if, what if, if you are a professional, what if you're a world renowned doorknob licker? And your entire entire way of being, uh, way of life, has just been ripped from you. If, um, if like the uh, like Robert Stivers, right? Yeah. If if think about what would happen if the <laughs> to Chick- you if the personally Chick- the, the Chick Fil A workers that uh, were you know making his his uh, chicken sandwich were just getting unemployment benefits and not making his sandwich at minimum wage or at min- whatever they pay chick-fil-a like what twelve dollars they pay the it depends on the place but uh, the chick-fil-a thing so if I, I had to go I, I went, my mother wanted to go to a chick-fil-a with me the other day and i and i was like yeah sure i guess um and they have like like children i mm-hmm. mean like i don't know if they just look young but i'm like well they hire at 14 no yeah they'll hire you at 14 we worked so hard to end child labor in this country (laughs) whatever okay um in june governor andy Bashir announced that unemployment insurance claimants who would return to work 
between June 24th and July 30th could receive a stipend of $1,500 um, until October 1st. Sorry, or a stipend? Oh, just a one-pound fee. Sorry, they had till October 1st to apply for this award. Yeah, so you, if you return to work between June 24th and July 30th, you have until October 1st to apply to get 1500 bucks. Yeah, claim your prize, I guess. Um, still, the numbers of, of Kentuckians applying for unemployment benefits has remained mostly steady over the last several months. There were 3,700 new claims in July compared to 3,800 in June and 4,000 in May. In April 2020, claims hit an all-time high of uh, 208,000, which, shockingly, I expected it to be higher. But um, Have you seen the video of, um, it's like the GameCube startup sound? Yeah, yeah, like that's the, awesome. The, the, that was really, yeah, 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 yeah. That was really, I love that. I was, guys, April 2020, you had to be there. Look um, up historians. Historians, you just had to be there. It's a GameCube unemployment figures yeah, or something like that. It's very good. Um, we, can re- we at Lame recommend you this YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Quote, with the surging economy and job opportunities available through the Commonwealth, there isn't a valid reason any Kentuckian who wants a job shouldn't be able to find one. Can you guess who said this one? There isn't a valid reason. Well, I'm going to guess that it was Andy Bashir. Yeah, Daddy and Daddy. Govern me, Daddy. Um, remember that? Remember when we said that? Remember when we said governing Daddy? Remember when we all went rushed to the stores to buy green lights for Daddy Bashir? <laughs> Kentucky Chamber Foundation Workforce Center Executive Director. That's a very big title. Lakeisha Miller said Kentucky's workforce is at a, quote, pivotal place. Quote, employers are not only equal, but they need, and this is, okay. Eager. Oh, dad, what did I say? Equal. Oh, equal. Oh, sad. This quote is confusing. So I will read it to you without what has been put in per, in parentheses, mm-hmm. um, uh, which is what Miller actually said. And then I'll add in what was in the parentheses, because I can't tell if there's been some miscommunication. I'm, I'm very curious. I would love to see the original quote because, whatever. Employers are not only eager, but they need to return back to work, right? unquote is the one without it um what is in parentheses is that but they need parentheses employees close parentheses to return back to work which is interesting right interesting um uh so you may ask well then why is there such a disparity between the story being told um and uh people actually going back to work well evan smith um, Apple Red, a uh, legal attorney who specializes in unemployment, said the majority of his clients want to go back to work, but some are still wary because, quote, they have someone in their household is immunocompromised and COVID-19 cases are increasing, right? Um, understandable. Have a good day is what I would say if I was the unemployment office. But some of his clients are struggling with finding work or not finding work that is right for them, he said. He's concerned that the looming deadline will force unemployment insurance claimants to get a job that is a mis- mismatch of their skill and pay less. He has also uh, he he has also seen clients with a criminal record unable to find a job. And this is this is true for me, right? Because as a former as a former criminal, well, as a former Boeing worker, um, <laughs> you know, I was I definitely feel like my gig at Raytheon trafficking humans wasn't exactly necessarily in line um with sort of uh my uh my 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 heritage as both fascist and rocket designer um mm. but i don't know that's just um <laughs> so yeah you were you it's a mismatch of your skill i did and you got paid less for and it. i and i did yeah and and you know what it wasn't weirdly anti-union those guys <laughs> strange Weird. I wonder why that is. <laughs> yeah, I'm the I, I'm the union rep for human traffickers number forty. <laughs> Be local, 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 local number forty, human local forty human traffickers. <laughs> anyway, lame pot is not implying that the Raytheon Corporation is trafficking humans. Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, I have personal testimony from my job as a human trafficker. If it's that anybody says that. In, in Lexington, it would be Lockheed because they're over at Blue Rest Station. Lock- Fuck. I forgot that Lockheed was here. Yeah. You know, maybe that's who I'll... When they, when they fire me from exposing <laughs> the human trafficking at Raytheon, maybe I'll, um, I don't know, um, uh, design tweets at, at Lockheed. You know, that could be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. It'd be a fun side project. Yeah. Fun and- hobby. 
Yeah, and and in in addition to my other psyop lame pod, um, <laughs> Kentucky has had a long low labor force partition participant part. Whoa! Take your time. Labor force engagement rate participation participation rate with forty four percent of Kentuckians not working, comparing to thirty eight percent nationwide. The pandemic has not helped with workforce participation, likely because baby boomers who were putting off retirement have now permanently left the workforce. Jobs require higher education because of automation and health issues, she said. Yeah, no shit. When Kentucky's economy shut down last year, the state lost three hundred thousand jobs. According to Miller, Kentucky's still down by about ninety thousand miller said that she hopes their september 6 cutoff will bring a surge of people entering the workforce and filling open positions fucked up uh, smith though is worried that there are those who are unable to find a job immediately become more dependent on other government programs causing them to drive quickly unemployment benefits helped many people pay their rent he said and they may now start relying on rental assistance programs Heaven oh no oh no think of the fucking children and these people will be able to pay their water bill. Jesus Christ, isn't someone thinking of the children? Um, and then the eviction moratorium ends on September 30th. Now. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Go team. Unlike some states, Kentucky chose not to end pandemic unemployment benefits prematurely. Good. Smith said continuing the program is the reason Kentucky's economy is not done as badly as predicted. I would agree. Um, quote, I've spoken many times about how we were not going to steer our recovery on a red or blue state solution um but instead how we could quote thread the needle just right to find the right solution to help the citizens of the state in our economy unquote andy Bashir said now it's funny because i do agree with him that i would also like to see a covid recovery that is not in line with either a red or blue state but something tells me we're speaking about different things i would like to see a covid recovery that's in line with a red state but not the red state not the, yeah i'm actually yeah yeah yeah. i'm actually very you know i'm actually very pro red state but just maybe <laughs> maybe just not in the way that andy Bashir thinks <laughs> Very, very big on the Reds here. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. There, was as as a as a Northern Kentuckian, you should be. I mean, go mm-hmm. Reds, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, the there was are... a big thing, you know. We're, we're joking, but there was a big thing in the fifties. Yeah. About changing their name. Oh, of course, because they were the Reds. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure that's why the White Sox exist. Yeah. Isn't they're... it amazing when? Um, isn't it amazing during the Russian Revolution that um, when the uh, when the White Sox so valiantly had. Um, uh, held out in Vladivostok for so long. <laughs> anyway, Mayor Gordon is seventy-three years old. This Wait, is a th- what? Yes, <laughs> this is this was a this was a piece of information that was just casually dropped in an article where they discussed oh, a far less interesting point, which was that she's running for mayor again. Hold on, I need a minute to process. This. I, uh, yeah, what? yeah. Mayor Gordon. It's the adrenochrome. I've known at my job at my. T- at my job at Boeing, I had to make many personal runs to her. Jesus Christ! What are they? What are they giving the campaign candidates? I know, right? Um, where can I? Where? Where do we sign up? I'll have what she's having, officer. Like just a peak boomer humor. I mean, that's what's so insane about so much of the political establishment, like in just the entirety of this country. And I don't, I don't really have any other model to play against because I've only, of course, lived here and haven't picked up a book about this in particular. But why is it that you have just like it's got to be particular to our time that uh people believe that history was coming to an end and therefore um the people where history ended should just stay in power infinitely um here's an interesting thing i mean you know we like to draw we draw parallels to the soviet union a lot and uh you know the end of the soviet union was very heavily like gerotocracy yeah um, it's just guys that guys that were cool in the 20s mm-hmm. um do you have these like like 90 year olds in the in the politburo yeah just like you know making critical decisions makes me think makes me think of the um that like military revolt against gorbachev like mm-hmm. in like like early 91 is even funnier because i would <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> just like like the guy's like look i'm retiring in three years can we make this project go just a little longer please anyway well she's 73 i mean that's young for uh for yeah, a politician it is it is it is young for an adrenochrome recipient this is mm-hmm. true um they haven't even get started giving they even started considering giving pete Buttigieg any of it right. um 
but uh no it's it's actually amazing that this woman is 73 i just am i'm it won't it's i'm gonna be thinking about this one for a while i mean what's her skincare routine mm. well let me <laughs> well, well let me explain what what her process has been right. maybe we can think quote we met the challenges head on unquote uh i quote i believe proceeding calmly and decisively as we have cleared many hurdles that's the gorton approach that's the winning orange strategy of mayor gorton um so they announced this at the lyric theater on tuesday um interesting uh quote we helped our city regain its financial footing without raising taxes whatever this means um uh we kept the cost of living low folks this is um what we in the uh professional business um call a uh complete fucking lie um it is like let me say this i was at i went to uh bourbon in toulouse today get some food um little, little, little lame lame corporate retreat lame pre-game yeah lame pre-gaming <laughs> at the pre-gaming at the bourbon in toulouse and there was a sign on there was like a printed piece of paper on their menu that was um we have tried to hold back for many years but over the last year our cost of food has gone up 25 percent, and thus have to charge an additional 50 cents for every meal um like like in <laughs> There is not only not only has just the price of goods been increasing, right? But also the price rent has also been going up. Um, I've been, uh, you know, when remember back, uh, I don't know, folks, rewind your uh, clocks back to like February when I was like, I everything's too expensive. I can't find a how I can't find an apartment in Lexington to live in. Um, well, not only is that statement still true today, but it is even more true as um, cheap apartments um, that I'm finding are more expensive than I was what I was paying at my last apartment. Um, so uh, the cost of living is not low, and Mayor Gorton will assist in keeping that low by um, greenlighting uh, UK's buying up and destruction of all this campus housing. I guess it's only low for her voter base. Basically, and if you live in Chevy, I- if you live in Chevy Chase, the price of your property that you own has gone through the roof so badly, uh, gone so fucking high, you're probably just rolling in that equity, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I invested in infrastructure. Debatable roads and parks in all corners of our community together we put the pieces in place for a bright future for all of us we're asked the legacy trail yeah i just have a very difficult time believing that anyone who is this old and is in politics believes in a future i mean or I'm, sorry we, let me rephrase young and or, in, or, involved in politics any i sorry let me rephrase in the future uh, let me rephrase that I have a hard time believing that anyone who is like in their 70s or 80s who is involved in politics has any serious considerations of the future. Um, and I, whatever. I mean, I'm like, you can't, I mean, there's, it's not, it's obviously, I mean, there are people that think about the future of America who are old, um, but they're few and far between. Uh, let me just say that. Uh, two, okay, and this is, so now I'm just pulling some other missed, uh, mis- miscellaneous facts that they just included in this article right here's one line to date this year lexington has had 25 murders and 82 non-fatal shootings including two recent incidents with a total of eight wounded victims that's just a little free editorialism for you from the herald what are you trying to include there just 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 who wrote this uh excellent question actually um i didn't pay attention um uh gordon said that she had been inundated with questions from the public about whether she was going to seek a second term has she inundated I don't know, guys. Unless unless Charlie's been um, running up the toll phone at the lame offices, um, uh, uh, trying to fax Mayor Linda Gorton, asking um, if she's running again. I don't know. I don't know. Um, whatever. She decided that she would announce now so she can focus on running the city government. Who? No. Don't say it. Don't hurt me like this. Don't hurt me like this. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's uh she's been falling from grace. It's fine. No, just say it. I don't. It doesn't even bother me. <laughs> Beth Musgrave. We had a good thing going. You know, you and I. Anyway, this um, Arnold Farr is running for um, some district. I don't know. This is news that came fresh off the presses. Aaron, any more well, details? I'm, I don't know. Look, okay, if you are listening, 
Nice. And you run the Lexington DSA. You need to specify what part please, of what seat of council they're running. Please tell me for. what uh, he's running for exactly. Um, just that he's running. Now, historically, he has run for at large. And then last time he ran for a school district, which obviously now he's not running for school district. I'm assuming he's running for at large. I don't know, though. Yeah. So um, he's running. It'd be though, funny Arnold if he Farr. was running to depose one UK guy was running to oppose a different UK guy. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Um, which would be funny. Yeah. Uh,. I would like to recommend an article that we will not have time to read on mm-hmm. this episode. Uh, it's in the Herald Leader. Um, uh, if you need, if you don't, if it's behind a paywall or something, LexLanePod at gmail.com will work. We'll, we'll set you we'll up. We'll send it to you. Yeah, we'll, we'll set you up with this. Um, the, the, the name of the article is, For Kentucky State Police, Lots of Fatal Shootings Draw a Little Scrutiny. It's a very long read, but, um, and I, I was already kind of, I'm already, I've been, uh, I've been uh, hiding the uh, the la- the uh, uh, recording counter from Aaron um, during this uh, piece, but oh, we've really? uh, we're like forty minutes in. That's okay, because side B is short. Okay, cool. Um, and uh, with that, well, I do have I do have one thing to say about this um, may- mayoral race. Okay, and that's looking at elections uh, across the country, looking at elections nationally mm-hmm. and internationally. Um, a common trend that is arising in pandemic elections is the we're seeing re-elections of incumbents of incumbent parties yes um, and so like if labor in canada is uh there's a labor party in canada yeah there's a labor party embarrassing um the labor in canada um is calling for a snap re-election right now because they believe they're going to get more seats because they're the incumbent um i get yeah. a lot of like mayoral races and etc um the incumbent is winning generally and i'm not going to say this is true of lexington but it is something that is happening but it's also a trend who knows but it's also midterms and midterms it's also midterms we're also america a state of exception we're Uh, yes we are because you know joe biden won and uh he was that was not that was not exceptional yeah um uh well it depends on who you ask yeah, but if you ask us, it wasn't, and right. that's the only. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The... Let's make that clear. <laughs> this is a. Uh, this was um, easily e- spotted from a thousand mm. yards away. Right. Um, anyway, and with that, a uh, little sneak peek, folks. Stay with the podcast because uh, in in this next coming year, we will be doing extensive election coverage. It will be very ex- extensive election coverage. Extensive election coverage. That's right, folks. Anyway, and with that, I yield my time. <laughs> You all are listening to the middle of Lame, the Lexington Amber Marxist experience. I think yeah. we're missing our minds. That's today. the dot between the A and the M. If you're asking where the middle of Lame is, oh. <laughs> so you're L.A. and I'm me. I don't want to be Los Angeles. I want to be me. <laughs> I just want to be Gil. Anyway, sorry. Um. um we have uh, social media so you can follow us on Twitter at LamePod. You can email us at LexLamePod at gmail.com. Don't forget about that ARPA survey, Lex, uh, LexingtonKY.gov slash ARPA. And then you can go to um, the meeting um, on, on Wednesday. That's uh, August 25th at 6.30 p.m. On, at the Village Branch Library. That's Lame 21, meet up. 2185 Versailles Road. All right, lamers, we need to show up. Show up. Voice support for a uh, for for an office of cooperative employment. Mm-hmm. Be there or be square. That's what I'm saying. Um, and uh, if you want to help us out, uh, go on iTunes. Give us five stars. We're on. What are we on now? iHeartRadio. Don't say. Don't even iHeartRadio. <laughs> Who listens to iHeartRadio? That's like yes, lames on iHeartRadio. <laughs> I don't know, but if you have somebody who you think would like to listen to the podcast, yeah, we're on another, and they're platform. only on iHeartRadio. We're on there. Now. Yeah, sorry, buddy, I'm I'm deeply locked into the iHeartRadio ecosystem. I can't mm-hmm. help you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and with that, let's go into side B. Okay. You guys are still listening to Lame, the Lexington Amber Marxist Experience. <sighs> it's side B, folks. They're calling it side B. Yeah. This isn't your grandmother's side B. We, it's a bit of a short one today. 
It's the short one. It's okay. We have. Yeah, this is enough. That's not too, good. This is too many. I, uh, We're getting. This is uh, bad. Um. So uh, the astute listener will remember uh, a few episodes ago we talked about Kentucky State University. We have some that, updates to was that. that. Last episode. No. Oh. We talked about. I'm not an astute listener. If you can't tell. Yeah, you're just the podcast host. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just look, look, man. I just work here. <laughs> Look, man, I'm just the host. <laughs> look, 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 I just work here, right, at this cooperative. <laughs> exactly. Um. So, basically, the it was found that KSU had a $15 million budget shortfall. Hell yeah. You'll love to see it. Lame, I remember that one time that Lame Industries had a uh, had a uh, $15 billion shortfall. A $15 trillion yeah. budget shortfall. And the president knew about this shortfall when he resigned. That is the president of the KSU. Yeah, it's not the president of Lame. Yeah. Who is the president of Lame? We can't. Re- I mean, well, it's a position that hasn't existed for many years. Here's a here's a little fun article I found from Carla Ward. Great, thanks. Um, Great. Yeah. Now that now that there's no heroes at uh at Lexington right. Leader, you're all enemies. Uh, the, it's titled "Working Remotely." This Kentucky city might pay you to relocate there. Great. The city of Paducah. Never mind. <laughs> Fuck. Never fucking mind. Okay, sorry. I was. Offering... Over. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, look, look. Whoever wants to, whoever wants to do, um, Pame, please. It's your fucking keys to the kingdom, baby. Um, but will we? Will we be listening? Uh, uh, I don't know. You can come on the podcast, I guess. We'll give you, you a little on the lame podcast. Um, City of Paducah is offering an incentive program valued at an estimated $6,500. That's a lot of podcasting. <laughs> to lure the area professionals who are willing to work from home. The incentive package includes $2,500 reimbursement for moving expenses and $70 a month internet allowance for a year, a one-year payroll tax waiver, and passes to cultural attractions. What's... What's so okay? All right, finish that. The last city line. says in a new release it will award the package to up to twenty-five applicants. Twenty-five people, and this is what's so insane. So there's been a lot of um, there there are a lot of uh, uh like low governments that have tried this. Vermont um had something like this. West Virginia. Uh, but it was it's always to work from home. It's mm-hmm. always we want. We did this. Kentucky did this. In, we, the, in the last in the last general assembly they session want, they say we want you to move here and we'll pay you to move here but only if you promise that you will not be in any physical labor space oh we you can only move to lexington if you, if you sorry you can only move to kentucky or we'll pay you to move to kentucky on the condition that there is no possible way for you to organize on the condition that you are in your little wage cage from your house um because god forbid god fucking forbid we pay someone six thousand dollars to move to kentucky and he becomes like a mechanic or welder like god forbid we would never fucking want that or god like you know we, we don't want any of those freaks those people that can um be poor not real i mean they're not, they're actually uh surprising folk blue collar jobs actually pay a lot um because like like we don't want any chance for these people to unionize we don't want these people to participate in the public space we want people that stay in their houses online on day phone working for raytheon driving the drone that will be replacing my human trafficking job at the bluegrass airport all they know shortly after this episode is be bisexual eat hot chip and lie are bisexuals members of the uh, prof- professional managerial <laughs> class stay tuned to lame more, after dark to determine <laughs> more on this at 11 we hope this program will not only bring 25 new families to baduka but also allow even more people to learn about our special community man this is a great uh Paducah great... mayor george bray said in the release that's a great little uh, mitch mcconnell thing you got going right now <laughs> the vibrant arts community a thriving da- thriving downtown with shops restaurants and attractions and world-class people Paducah is a great place to live, work, and play. I take the editorial board at Lame takes great issue with this statement. <laughs> uh, uh, vibrant arts community, a thriving downtown with shops, restaurants, and attractions, world class people, great place to live, to work, to play. God. 
I mean, if you're then if like if you're from Western Kentucky and you're living in Lexington now, you got out. Thank goodness. Um, I like all you have really is Mammoth Cave and Slave. And what? Oh, I mean, I just historically slaves. Oh, slaves. Yeah, just slaves and like voting Republicans. You know what I mean? And Bowling Green. So you have the where they they make the Chevys there. Yeah. And I don't look. I don't know. Okay, I like to. Ju- I don't know. I my initial instinct was to jump on shitting on you know Paducah, but at the same time, like I don't. I also want to exit. I want an exit from, uh, like jokingly shitting on a place because, ladies and gentlemen, um, uh, outside of Kentucky, um, when I tell people I'm from <laughs> Lexington, Kentucky, there is no sort of um element of prestige. Uh, they either go, "What's that?" or if they're from Cincinnati, they go, "Ew." Um, I'm sorry to hear that. I know, but it's true. So let me say this: it's you know, not one. Who are we to talk? But two, like I, I don't. As much as I love shitting on places, I think lame at a lame executive decision. I think we need to um abandon uh this line of thinking. All right, well, but we're... that will go into effect next episode so please let's get everything we have (laughs) let's get everything on on western Um, kentucky we have out now i mean that's basically you're basically southern illinois Uh, that's all i had to say about western kentucky i mean look you can go but the good thing about western kentucky is that you can drive to illinois and you can get and weed is legal there you can you can drive to springfield you can drive to springfield you can drive to what is it knoxville or nash nashville you can drive to it's not nashville any place in Kentucky you can drive to Nashville. I mean, yeah, but it's closer. Not Look, really. The, uh, like, I like I like Mammoth Cave. I like Cave City. I like the Wigwam Village. I like Dinosaur Land. It's fun. Sorry, maybe I was face up when you read. Did you did you read this last quote? <laughs> this is hilarious. The pandemic has changed a lot of things for a lot of people. He said, the "Workers want to work from home." I think our timing is right on this. God. So here, Bray said in the interview that as a new mayor, for the the initiative was a priority for him, and the city commission and the for boy, hold on, but the initiative was a priority for him and the city commission, and they budgeted a thousand, hundred thousand dollars for it in their city budget. Yeah, Carla Ward, work on your commas. I know, Jesus, yeah, they're good, but you know. Uh, yeah, so I mean, that's that's our uh, pain. Pain, yeah. The, the only ever episode of Pain. Um, I hope you enjoyed First it. First and last. Next up, we have uh, mask stuff. Um, listeners of the podcast will remember we talked about some of the various ins and outs of Andy Bashir's mask mandate. <laughs> listeners of this podcast may remember that there's a pandemic. <laughs> you may remember from earlier in the show where we're talking about where, the fact where, where we talked about where we talked about um uh turbo SARS. Exactly. <laughs> is what they're calling it. Uh, a federal judge issued a temporary restraining order on Thursday against Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir's mask mandate for all students in illegal or for students in a legal case involving about twenty families in a Campbell County Catholic school. It must fucking suck to be any of these students where you're like your mom is like this is my big chance i'm trying to think oh okay yeah i know where they are i was like where what catholic school in campbell county is there i bet you i bet she's newport central catholic um, well uh which county is covcath in covcath is in kenton county because it's in covington i don't you think i keep track of these places they're yeah. all they're all one loose area to me uh, um, well yeah i mean it's um I mean, there's look. There's some interesting labor history in Newport and Covington. Um, I drove through Covington the other day because I had to um, take some uh, detours to get around um, Uh, the traffic from a uh, a one one Brent Spence bridge. Uh, Guys, people are dying to see this bridge. (laughs) They they're dying to be on it. Yes. Um, Yeah. So that's that's my guess. It's probably um, probably Newport Central Catholic. Um, Twenty families. Uh, The ruling doesn't. Look, this is so insane. The ruling does not affect separate emergency regulations approved by the Kentucky Department of Education and Kentucky Department for Public Health. So mask mandates remain in effect for all public schools in the state and they at daycares and preschools. So nothing has happened so unless it, you're Catholic. It, it's, it's Roe v. Wade, but for one business. It's for one. 
but even then the catholic like like uh what lexcath I, lexington catholic yeah they're uh still they still have the masks because yeah. right? lexington well, diocese well the diocese of lexington i mean they've been let me say this look the diocese of lexington is probably one of the more progressive dioceses in the entire united states um they're uh you know st paul's I think it's called the St. Paul's Church. Downtown Lexington has got those, the big fucking rainbow banner. And they've had it out for many years now. Yeah, they and, get to um, the doors. Shocker. People year. hate them for this. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm glad that uh, Bishop John Stowe um, is like, you know, uh, Bishop John Stowe, why won't they leave me alone? Do you know that song? It's great. No. Um, uh, Sloop John B. Uh, Beach Boys had a good cover of it. Um, I don't know. I, I know, that. yeah. Anyway, but I mean, Bishop Johnson has, has said it's a um, like like a moral imperative um, for us to be vaccinated. So, and that they're going to be doing. This. So, you know, the the for for once, the Catholics aren't striking out on this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I guess go. So, I guess nothing has changed in Lexington materially for you because of this order. What? Nothing. Nothing in Lexington. In Fayette County. Oh, yeah. Has changed materially. I thought you were speaking to me order. personally, and I'm like, I don't. No, not you specifically. Go to a Catholic you, school. The yeah, okay, sorry. My apologies. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, well, it's difficult when, my, when your pronouns are officially you slash your. <laughs> you and your. <laughs> well, our pronouns are we and our. Yeah. Um, the ruling. Uh, like I said, does not affect those. Bashir spokeswoman Crystal Staley said the ruling by U.S. District Judge William O. Bertelsman of Covington, quote, could place thousands of Kentucky children at risk and undoubtedly expose them to the most dangerous version of COVID-19 we have ever seen. COVID release candidate 14.2. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, they, she has a point. She has a point. Um, and I, like, I wish I knew what you could do about this well a court order simply um well, don't, I mean, wear a mask. don't go to simply go to public schools simply go to public schools now if you're a kid and you have no autonomy in your life and this is in and, and you're like man i wish i could stop going to a uh, cuff calf and your parents make you go to cuff calf well my only advice to you is that it does get better um i had a friend who he went to cuff calf freshman year yeah they weren't even catholic they lied about being catholic to get the diocese discount that's great and then he was like, actually, I hate this. Yeah. Then he went to another religious school no. for sophomore year, and then and he hated it. And then they went to my public school, and nice. then he had a great time. Well, thank God. Yeah, because he was in our middle school, and it was it was a whole thing. But anyway, um, that's some some Northern Kentucky shop talk. Like Northern Kentucky's got some interesting <laughs> Northern Kentucky shop talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um. The judge, quote, was never advised of the Franklin uh, Circuit Court injunction. She said the governor will appeal any adverse decisions at the appropriate time to protect the safety, public health of Kentuckians from this deadly disease. Wait, so the governor's office was just unaware of this proceeding? I guess they just didn't know about it. Jesus, guys. The governor, he's got a lot of things to worry about. He's done. He's doing the press conferences. He's doing all this stuff. You know, there's doesn't... more people in his office than just him, though. He's got a lot of stuff on Why, his plate. How does how does he not just have one guy dedicated to just looking at the court proceedings every day? I mean, I it feels like a big whatever. Um, Covington attorney Brandon Velker, who represents the families, said the judge's decision to temporarily block the governor's mandate would impact students at St. Joseph Elementary School in Cold Spring. It has about 450 students in kindergarten through eighth grade. I knew someone who went there. Uh, Velker said, and it's it is uncertain if the ruling affects the private student private school students across the state. Um, so I guess I guess Northern Kentucky is just fucked for now. Yeah, and I'm not well, sure if it affects the rest of the state. As long as Thomas Massey's hand, uh, yeah. you know, raises. <clears throat> Tom Brown, Superintendent of Schools at the Lexington Catholic Diocese. Dude, that's awesome. Did you catch what you just said? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, said the officials <laughs> were studying the situation. Uh, they're studying the situation, and they had no immediate comments. And Amazing. Sayer, New superintendent, 16 bits and all. <laughs> 16 bits and all. At Sayer, all individuals aged two and older must, must, must wear a mask. And vehicle and in the school buildings and vehicles used for transportation, said the spokeswoman. Quote, we continue to monitor the COVID situation and engage in ongoing review of our safe at Sayer. 
protocols. Yeah, the problem is that um, uh, you're not safe at Sarah because uh, Sarah breeds almost exclusively psychopaths. And, you know, they talk about, you know, we're going to look at all the options and stuff. And in the end, COVID-19 cases in Kentucky children have increased more than 400% in the last month, from 133 on July 16th to 548 on August 16th. On Wednesday, there were 1,275 new cases in Kentucky among people 18 and younger. Yeah, yeah, classically. You you love when a Herald Leader article ends with like, um, in case you haven't read our article, other 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 our other articles, mm-hmm. things are going. Um, this sounds like a Beth Musgrave thing, but yeah. I don't know. It's Northern Kentucky, so maybe maybe they got um, the one Northern Kentucky kid. I don't remember his name from Erlanger. What? Uh, well, you know, the listeners of the pod will know. There's a there's oh. a writer from Erlanger, and I'm like, oh, he's oh, from Erlanger. Oh, oh, Jeremy Chisenhall. Jeremy Chisenhall. Yeah. Maybe maybe he wrote that one. I don't know. Oh, well. um, I have seen at certain uh, certain other articles where the people talk about how the mask mandate is like sexually grooming children for like BDSM. That's awesome. And I'm like, what the hell? Finally, is going on? this is what they meant by um, fully automated luxury gay space communism. Exactly, we're here for you. Um, I have some letters to the editor here. Finally, and we can. These are these are interesting. The first one is called uh, Curb School Taxes. This is from Michael Gregory and Corbin. Um, he says, stop overtaxing our retirees for a failing school, parentheses, indoctrination system. Jeez. Uh, Kentucky is the 45th in the nation for education, and our taxes continue to go up at the minimum rate of 4% each year. This is more than any employer or retirement program increases annually. Uh, when people go to college, there is a defined cost, and they know when it will be paid off. There is no defined cost for primary education. There's not a defined cost for college. What do you, I mean, very few colleges yeah, offer any sort of price uh, freezing for whatever. People started paying with their first vehicle through taxation, and now through utilities, property taxation, etc. This debt is never paid off. All school system taxation should stop by at least age 60 or retirement. Retirees that build these communities are being taxed out of our life's works. If their home and vehicle are, are paid for, they, they don't really own them, but they rent them back to the school system <laughs> through the ever annual ever-increasing taxation. This needs to Look, stop. Look, buddy, we'll stop taxing you the moment you hand over all your fucking property back to us. How about that? <laughs> You can't you can't have your cake and eat it too. Well, I mean, and this is the case too of um, maybe maybe we don't uh, defund you know uh, social security. Maybe uh, vote or fight for stronger unions that have stronger pensions. Yeah, um, that kind of stuff. You know, you you have the right energy here, but you need to direct it to somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so that was from Michael. He says, please contact your state representatives. Please do have a voice, and our numbers count. The silent majority. The silent majority. That's us, folks. I and I say it's funny, you know. They're not silent to me. I hear them. <laughs> I was this being... one is called School Worries, and it says, "I'm a little concerned. My daughter's school bus was canceled one day last week, and I guess we have no way to get to school. Apparently, there aren't enough bus drivers." Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> The greater concern is that when she does get on a bus, they're assigning three high school age students to a seat. How is that even possible? So I guess they're giving. I guess I guess she's a middle schooler riding with high schoolers, which would make sense because they're freaking tiny. You know, I remember I was in first grade and I got put in a seat with fifth graders, and they were like huge compared to me. I thought they were like adults. Um, so I couldn't even imagine like sitting with seniors on a bus. Although if you're a senior riding a bus, tune in. Tune in, the lame, tune in the lame podcast. <laughs> our email's open, leslinepod at gmail.com. We're, we're looking out for you. Tell us what's up. Write your letters to these editors. Exactly. Um, this certainly can't be helpful in these years. Three to a seat. I wonder how many there are on a tiny enclosed bus. What? As opposed to the open buses. <laughs> As opposed to the large open As opposed buses. to like the like like San Francisco street trolleys that we have rubbing elbows and what about their masks period and what about their masks period rubbing elbows the primary vector of COVID. i wonder when they are closing schools again period does my wife have enough time to get a job beforehand we certainly aren't getting any more federal unemployment if the schools close i wonder if she should tell that to her potential employer at the interview i'm not sure what this is supposed people, to people people have the weirdest fucking way of saying things I don't know what it is. You put a guy in front of a computer, and he'll just type the weirdest shit. Um, you know, yeah, I, he, I mean, he has valid concerns. You know, you're canceling the school. No, he has. There are lots of valid concerns. I'm just. We're getting deep into the pros here. Well, yeah, no. I mean, the 
like <laughs> schools already are closing is the fucked up part mm-hmm. you should miss mansion listen to our podcast we'd talk about it yeah um but uh no i mean he's right he's I like you know that's the thing with like these um like I'm, I'm i'm not making any conclusions about this guy like these like the Rand paul types or you know well, like republicans and stuff well i mean well this um, is yeah well, this, you... is like, this is unrelated to this but like you know they have the right they have the right um frustrations well, I'm just, and I, they're putting it in the wrong place. I mean, I definitely think there's some sort of sentiment that, like, your lay person, that, like, communism in America is this, like, very, like, niche thing or whatever. But, like, your average guy on the street, if you talk to them, basically their primary concerns are still material. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, their, their, their fundamental needs and their fundamental motive structure has really not changed. It is um, mm-hmm. the only thing that's changed is, uh, like, cultural affectations that sort of present like psychic blocks or whatever but like this i don't know i mean this this totally there is a um don't lose hope even this just this guy um who writing into the herald leader uh um gets it uh whether whether or not he is a whether or not he is a ab- passionately voting for Rand paul or a uh, marxist look yeah i'm not making any conclusions about this guy he's got valid concerns about the bus um and you know you know i also have valid concerns about the bank of the united states (laughs) (laughs) and on that note it's habit again yeah you know since it's uh you wasted another perfectly good i don't know hour and five hour hour listening to lame yeah uh, our esteemed executive producer is Charlie Carey. Our mm-hmm. secrets are designed by Claire Thompson, clairethompsonart.com. You can wow. follow us on Twitter at LamePod. You can email us at LexLamePod at gmail.com. Come to the ARPA convention. Uh, convention! <laughs> You're turn- we're turning this into a whole thing. Jennifer Reynolds comes to this, and we've, like, set up booths. We're <laughs> giving out names. We, we, yeah, we have, like, like, we're ticketing the event. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jennifer, glad you can make it. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I booked the thing. And you were like, oh, yeah, no, you booked that one space. We booked all of the other spaces around you to hold a little convention exactly, that you exactly. happen to be speaking at now. Um, rate us on iTunes. You know the whole deal. Share it with your friends. Share it with your mom. Share it with your postal worker. Yeah. Um, and even though the Fayette County schools, they actually cancel a bus route and send it into Lame Studios <laughs> as, as a way of stopping our podcast whenever they hear us say it. This is lame. <laughs> No wonder why we're losing all the the bus drivers. They keep dying valiantly in the jihad against the lame. <laughs>